Hey, Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central brought to you by Days in Lakeland. Your host this afternoon is Neil Duncan. Thank you so much, Eric, and welcome to Sports Central here on a steamy. Stop. I always say it for you. At this point, I just say it for you. Uh, already complaining on the show is Rebecca Messina. <laughs> That's what she does. That's why she's here. And joining us this week, uh, Nate Chase, uh, an intern of Polk County Tourism and Sports Marketing, but also a member of the Southeastern Fire football team. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. And um, I don't know if you know this, but I'm very excited. Football season's about to start. So uh, <laughs> definitely. So we'll, we'll talk about that uh, real quick, looking at the Major League Baseball scoreboard. Uh, unfortunately, the Detroit Tigers lose the first game of doubleheader today, six to nothing, up there in Comerica Park uh, to the Los Angeles Angels, and they're already down in the third, five nothing to that same Los Angeles team. So, not a good day for the Detroit Tigers. Uh, later tonight, seven ten, Washington at the New York Mets, seven forty five, Chicago Cubs at the St. Louis Cardinals. Of course, that's a big rivalry game there, and eight ten tonight. Cleveland Indians at the Chicago White Sox. Looking at the Tampa Bay Rays, not been great. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but they limped into the All-Star break. Um, The month of July, I think they've won five games and lost 15. Uh, If you look at the month, uh, currently they sit, uh, I believe it's a game and a half back of the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, a game and a half. They're 62 and 43. The Orioles are 62 and 40. So by virtue of that, because they've the Rays have played more games and lost those three games. It's not looking great for the Rays right now. I don't know what they need to do to get this thing turned around. Uh, I saw somebody say the other day, oh, well, maybe they need to fire their manager. That is not the situation. That good. That guy is really good. But uh, uh, you think they can turn this around and stay in the playoff hunt? Oh, yeah. They had the best record in the MLB at one point. Yeah, not it's anymore. Yeah. They did, and then July happened. July. But uh, – you know, the thing that is striking to me is the run differential. Um, it's creeping down. It was like 150, 160 runs. Becky, do you know what the run differential is? No, but I hope Tyler's listening. <laughs> you want him to call in, 682-1430? Tyler, <laughs> explain to Becky what the run differential is. No, it's where it's the amount of runs they have scored more than what their opponent has scored against them. Mm. So it's a huge margin. I mean, you look 141 for the Rays, uh, Rangers who have a really good uh, similar record. I if think I they ask lead you to baseball. Look at the Yankees, I'll probably be disappointed. Oh, let's do that. <laughs> Plus 12. <laughs> Plus 12. So anyways, uh, a lot of good stuff. We're going to talk some college football, NFL, some breaking news. Joe Burrow was injured at uh, camp, or I no. guess they've started practice. Yeah. He's my favorite. He was injured today. Um, I guess he was carted off. We obviously don't know how bad of an injury it was, but it was a calf injury, right? Yeah, calf strain. Okay. He's my favorite. He can't be out. Nate, ask her why he's her favorite. Why is Joe Burrow your favorite quarterback? He's so hot. That's the only reason she (laughs) likes Joe Burrow. (laughs) So anyways... Well, another Joe, Joe Tarver from Winter Haven High School, uh, football player, now going to be playing in college. Yep, so the Winter Haven dual threat football player has officially signed his letter of intent to play football at Campbellsville University. This university is an NAI school in Kentucky, and Tarver is gearing up for the new season, stating that transitioning from high school to college has been very exciting, being able to get the opportunity to go and get an education while playing the game of football that he loves so much. 
He will also be taking on a new role on the field as he's going from quarterback to defensive back. Along with his football career, he plans to get his master's degree in engineering, own a couple of businesses, and take care of his family. So to that point, he's going up there, uh, Campbellsville University, NAIA, you play in NAIA. And we always like to talk about this, uh, Nate, the fact that in Polk County, you can still have your Division One fandom, you know, for uh, Florida, Florida State, Miami, UCF, USF, whatever it is, um, Clemson, Alabama, whatever it is. But there's great football being played here in Polk County with Southeastern, Warner, and Weber. So you can go out on those Saturdays, watch these games with technology the way it is. And it's so evolved from back in the day when you were checking scores in the newspaper. Yes, I'm old. But um, <laughs> you can record those games and watch them late. Turn off the notifications on your phone. And go watch him. And uh, as a college athlete, um, seeing the transition that he is now making to, from Winter Haven to, to college, uh, how difficult was that for you going from high school to college? Because even high school to whatever division of college football, it gets a lot faster, right? Oh, yeah. It's a big change. Competition level is highly intensive. And you're, you're going from high school, you're going to come to class, and you got to go to college and really know how to balance your schedule. And, yeah, the, the athletes there, there's a bunch of D1 transfers at any high, any, any high school. You just got to step up your game. Well, speaking of Southeastern, uh, Southeastern University recently had a pitcher that uh, signed a contract to continue the professional uh, or to start a professional career. Talk about that. Southeastern University pitcher J.J. Sanchez has signed a contract to continue his baseball career at the professional level. Sanchez has officially signed a free agent contract with the Toronto Blue Jays. In an interview, he said that it meant the world to him to play at the next level. He knows his hard work has paid off, and he's excited for his future. One of his highlight appearances was the start against Florida Memorial, where he, where he struck out 11 of the 14 batters. He faced with just one ball, put into play over four innings of work to help the Fire claim their fourth straight Sun Conference regular season title. So I just realized something. You're at Southeastern. You graduated from Florida Southern. I hate Southeastern. Oh, no. Southeastern. You cannot <laughs> say that. <laughs> so it, it is strange to me. I won't get into it, but it's strange. I would love to see them play each other in something. Because there's a, there's a friendly rivalry there, both being just really miles away from each other, mm-hmm. both being in Lakeland. I would love to like see the baseball teams play each other, the basketball teams play each other. Oh, they get crushed in baseball. Oh. Wow. I actually can't disagree with him. I think Southeastern does have a That's better baseball program. I think our basketball team could crush Southeastern's. Out of any other sport, I've been to most basketball games. and They're not bad either. They won the Sun Conference last year. Our basketball team is very good. Might have to uh, call the ADs, call uh, Drew Watson and Drew Howard and get them on get here and say, hey, together. how do we get this thing done? <laughs> <That'd be interesting. laughs> but I know you are a big Florida Southern supporter. And Jackie Stoller, who did I say girl. that right? She she was <laughs> she's winning all kinds of awards. She just won some more hardware. Oh yeah, so she uh, plays for the women's lacrosse team. She's a grad student. She has had quite the year. She's won several accolades, including the Sunshine State Conference Player of the Year. She was the Polk County Female Collegiate Athlete of the Year. She's also a two-time first-team All-American, first-team IWLCA All-South Region. Sunshine State Conference first team and also earned college sports communicators, academic all district, and SSE commissioners honor roll. She can now add the Sunshine State Conference Woman of the Year to her list. After her first season on the field for the Mocs, where she started 
where she started and played in all 22 games, Stoller posted 107 points, which ranks second in program history for a single season and is the Sunshine State Conference record for individual single season points. She finished the year with 66 goals, 41 assists, both ranking fourth all-time in Moccasin history for a single season where she had 21 free position goals, goals third in program history. She's had a, a crazy year. Yeah, no, congratulations to her. And uh, again, so many colleges and universities in Polk County and athletic departments that are doing cool things. Something I saw uh, in show prep that's pretty cool is uh, Warner is putting together a, a kind of a commemorative thing and celebrating 50, was it 50 years? Yeah, 50 years. Yeah. Yes. Tell us 50, a little more about that. They got the 50 for 50 fundraising. The Warner University Athletic Department has recently launched the 50 for 50 fundraising campaign to help Warner celebrate 50 years of sports. Warner's description of this fundraising campaign is the 50 for 50 fundraising project is a golden opportunity to reflect on the achievements and impact Warner Athletics has made to our past athletes, community, and university as a whole. The legacy previous generations have left behind since our inaugural year of athletics in 1973 paved the way throughout the decades, inspired ideas, and will continue to propel Warner for the next 50 years. That's pretty cool stuff, and it, it's hard to believe that they've already been uh, competing in collegiate athlete, athletics excuse me, for 50 years, but uh, that's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I love fundraising. Do you? I do. Really? I did it all the time in high school. Really? And like I what? was a Girl Scout. <laughs> I used to hate that. I yeah, was a Girl course. Scout. No, I used to fundraise all the time for like band and stuff. They made us do that. Well, I will say this, uh, not only to you guys, but uh, to our listeners at home, uh, giving back to the community is very important, and however you can do that, um, you know, not everybody can give a bunch, but everybody can give a little, and a little bit equals a bunch. So it, it's important to, whether it's financial uh, contributions or donating your time or uh, public service or, or things like that, so it's important. I donate my time to you every day. Well, speaking of fundraiser, we're going to go ahead and do a fundraiser for the station. And what I mean by that is we're going to go to commercial break so uh, they can pay the bills so Eric will keep us on the air. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk some college football. Stick around for more Sports Central right here on Talk Radio 96.7. Now let's get into more of Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central brought to you by the Hilton Garden Inn of Lakeland. In the sports chairs this afternoon, we've got Nate, Becky, and Neil. Thank you, Eric. Welcome back to Sports Central. A lot of things going on right now. Of course, uh, reported in the first segment, Tigers lose 6 nothing in the first game of doubleheader. Uh, they were down 5-1, to one, but in the bottom of the third, they just played a run and have a runner on second with two outs. So we'll see if they can come back in that game. Looking around the national sports scene, uh, some headlines that uh, we're tracking. Bengals. Joe Burrow, as I reported in the first segment, carted off the field with a calf injury. We'll see how serious that is. Um, and if he's hurt or out for the entirety of the season, that completely changes that team. Uh, I'll be upset. He can still be pretty. He doesn't have to play football, okay? I know, but it's better when he's pretty on the field. He's reported with a helmet on? <laughs> he can still be pretty. Okay. It's been reported that <laughs> <laughs> Saquon Barkley has changed his mind and signed his deal with the Giants, so... Uh, not really sure the particulars of that, but uh, he said he had an epiphany. <laughs> They're offering you a lot of money. That's the epiphany. <laughs> That's right. And reportedly, Aaron Rodgers restructured his deal with the Jets, um, and the Jets are calling it a sacrifice to open up uh, some cap room and uh, some salary uh, space there to try to lure Dalvin Cook. Of course, he got released from the Vikings 
Florida State, great. We have to throw that in there. Um, and he's set to visit the team. So what do you think about that move? That's, that, clearly he wants to win a title, and he's not getting any younger. So he's done this to try to win a title. Losing $35 million is a lot of money. He doesn't do that for nothing. So he thinks they got a chance to win the title. And we'll see. I wonder if Packers fans are like, where was that last year or the year before? But either way. Uh, Bronny James, discharged from the hospital, uh, reportedly is resting comfortably. And, you know, as a college athlete, as you are right now, Nate, um, something like this, seemingly, I'm assuming, in the best shape of your life, Bronny James in the best shape of his life, and then all of a sudden having a cardiac event, that's got to be terrifying. Because you don't think, I mean, how do I say this without time? If it happened to me, I'm older and, you know, you're like, oh. So old. Okay, there it is. (laughs) <laughs> but you don't expect that at that age, no. especially being the son, which it had, you know, genetics of a superstar. What'd you think when you heard that? Thought the worst to hear a young player like that go down with not an injury, but something like internal. Just not something you would surprising. expect. Yeah. 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 Well, did they hope- say what happened? Was he just like at practice? He was playing in a game or practicing or something. He was at the USC training facility and collapsed with a cardiac event. That's so, so scary and yeah, sad. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyways, we'll see what happens there. Um, of course, the Buccaneers have reported to camp, uh, and and so had Joe Burrow because that's where his injury occurred. But uh, when is Southeastern? When do you guys report back for uh, camp? We report Monday, August 7th. It's a little... So a week from Monday? Yes, sir. Yeah, and then you guys, looking at the schedule, your first game is September 2nd. Uh, looks like that's a victory field there in Lakeland against Savannah State. And then you're on the road to Georgia and Alabama, taking on a couple teams there before returning home. Uh, rivalry game there against Warner. Maybe you can buy some of those 50-50. Uh, was it raffle tickets? Is that what it was? I don't remember. Whatever. <laughs> um, I forget already, too. And then you get... Weber right after that down there in Babson Park. So how hard is it to play two rivals like that back-to-back? It's We see those teams every year where they're, they're, they come in hot, ready to play no matter what. We're in the same conference, and those are the biggest games of the season. So they're always the tough games. Those are the games you should go to, Neil. I might, I, you're right. Maybe I'll go to the, go to that one against Warner. That's uh, September 30th. October 7th will be... Uh, at Babson Park, so you don't have to travel very far, just to the south part of the county to take on the Weber International University uh, team down there uh, before returning back home October 14th versus Thomas University. Of course, they're out of Georgia. That will be a victory field. Then you're on the road at Kaiser and get Florida Memorial University at home on October 28th before going to Miami Gardens and then closing out the season on Senior Day. You're not a senior, are you? No, You'll be field. a junior. Yeah. Not on the field? On the field. So, sophomore. Okay. Did you guys get to COVID year? Yeah. So. Okay, so you'll be there about nine years. <laughs> I could be. <laughs> it's what it seems like, right? Yeah. So you can do a red shirt, then you can do a COVID year. So you can you can get six years, right? Yeah. You can do a medical red shirt, normal right. red shirt, get COVID year. Yeah. Last game <laughs> of the season against Ave Maria. Uh, oh, my God. They're back. <laughs> November 11th. <laughs> Can you do the song? No. Come on, do the song. No. Maybe maybe one of these days. That will be fan appreciating. <laughs> I can think of Zave Maria. That will be fan <laughs> appreciation night presented by Chick-fil-A. Will How ex- Ave Maria be saying, 
at Fan Appreciation Night. I hope so. <laughs> Most intriguing September football games, college football. We know you're going to say the Knowles. Look, it kicked off the college football season last year and literally ended on a block, a blocked extra point for Florida State to be LSU. I'm just afraid that this game can't live up to the hype, but it'll be in Orlando, Camping World Stadium, September 3rd on ABC. Do you watch a bunch of college football? I mean, you're a college football player. Yeah. I'm assuming you watch a lot of college football. I watch it. I'm a bigger NFL guy. My, my parents are from Wisconsin, so we're diehard Packers fans. <laughs> <laughs> How many Packers fans can I encounter Encounter in my life? In your office alone. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, talk to me about the Packers. You think they're uh, going to be worth anything this year? We got Jordan Love, first year starting. We'll have to see. We, haven't, we saw some glimpses in that game last year against the Eagles, so I got faith in them. But all of our receivers are also either rookies or second-year guys, so... Young team. Well, well, we'll get into that a little more. We're getting ready to head to break because um, we got a hard break here. But I uh, want to talk a little college football. So, correct me if I'm wrong. You said you play college football, but you're more of an NFL guy when it comes to watching the game. Yeah. Just... Well, we're going to unpack that when we come back. You're listening to Sports Central <laughs> right here on Talk Radio 96.7. Things that I don't understand, Becky. Now I don't understand Nate. We're going to unpack it when we come back. <laughs> Stick around, everybody. Second half of Sports Central coming up here. Talk Radio 96.7. And our sports show this afternoon brought to you by People's Barbecue. Your host, Neil Duncan. They don't want to hear me. Just uh, play this. This is a good song. This is a good song. You know this song? I do. I don't know what that dance is, but <laughs> Nate, what is she doing? You liked my dance the other day. Neil Dunk alongside <laughs> Nate Chase and Becky Messina. Oh my goodness, we have a legend in the studio. Ronnie O is in the building. He's here a little he early. He was here last week, too. Hey, okay, well, I was gone, but uh, stay tuned. His show coming up at 8 p.m. right here on Talk Radio 96.7, but... Uh, I'm sure he knows we're about to talk about college football, and he wants to come in here and ramble about say the how Gators. FSU sucks. Whoa, you Go can't. Gators. You can't say that. You cannot say that. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean I can't. Eric, say it. turn her microphone off. I don't want to hear her mouth any further. Oh, now he's acting like he can't hear me. Uh, but Nate, there was some uh, recent activity in the NFL offseason. Yeah, the expectation is for uh, Josh Jacobs to be back with the Las Vegas Raiders before Week One amid his holdout. Former Ravens Pro Bowl cornerback Marcus Peters has agreed to a one-year deal also with the Raiders. And Broncos defensive end Ioma Uwazirki is out for at least full season for violating the gambling policy in the NFL. What was his name again? I'm just kidding. That was actually pretty. That's better was better than what good. was in my head. It was not what I was going to say. <laughs> Your star First, former FSC running back. Devin that's how Cook. you say stuff around here. That is how you introduce stuff, Becky. Ooh. All right, go ahead. He says it would be exciting reunite with his brother James and refutes that the Dolphins made him an offer. Of course, James played uh, at Georgia, Georgia. and then, uh, but but that may not be the case now because uh, Aaron Rodgers frees up some cap space, so maybe he goes to the Jets. We'll see what happens. Also, the Seahawks have extended Yuchina Nwosu to the edge rusher, is signing a three-year extension worth up to $59 million, including $32 million guaranteed. Nick Bosa is also holding out 
GM John Lynch says that Defensive Player of the Year isn't expected to be at camp as both sides negotiate a long-term deal. And then star Cowboys Pro Bowl cornerback Trayvon Diggs has agreed to a five-year $97 million extension. You know, that's the same salary that Ronnie O makes for the Ozone, but uh, I just want to point that out. Go ahead. Oh, wow. Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert has agreed to a five-year $262.5 million extension. Texans offensive tackle Titus Howard and the Houston have agreed to a three-year $56 million extension with $36.5 million guaranteed. And Andrew Thomas of the New York Giants has agreed to a five-year $117.5 million mega deal including an O-line record, $67 million guaranteed. Very good. Now, Eric, that, now Eric. that we're talking about the Cowboys again, I have to start watching that Dallas Cowboys cheerleader show. Oh, you do not need to watch that. Is, <laughs> is Ronnie O still here? Is he here? Yes, he's here. Can we get him on a mic and a headset? Yeah, Ronnie, put on a headset. <laughs> Listen. Okay, I think he's going to he's gonna come into the All studio. All right, come on, come on in. But uh, while he's coming in, of course, breaking news, uh, Colorado, after I think it was 12 or 13 years in the in the Pac-12, has now uh, reportedly moving back to the Big 12. Yeah. They've been in the Pac-12, now going back to the Big 12. Um, so we'll see what happens there. We're going to get Ronnie some a headset here. We're going to talk some college football, and I can't wait to hear uh, the shots he takes towards me here. So as we look at the month of September, y'all set up there? Becky's taking care of you there. This schedule that Florida Gators have is absolutely brutal. Not as bad as next year. <laughs> so, so what do you expect from your Florida Gators this season? I am thinking about six and six is about the best I can see. Okay, um, I, I'm actually a little taken back by that because normally when I speak to Gator fans, they're so dis, 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 disillusioned by um, what could be the potential that. I, you're shocking me with that answer. <laughs> well, I think the question mark is Graham Mertz. I'm not sure we wouldn't have been better better off with Fred or Ethel Mertz from the Lucy <laughs> Show. <laughs> no, you know, I'm the only one that got that. They have no idea what you're they're, they're too young. They're, they're like, who the heck are Fred and Ethel Mertz? <laughs> no, you don't. At a girl. Wow. I'm a big I Love Lucy fan. She continues just to stump me on these things. <laughs> I think there's the potential to win possibly eight games if a lot of things went right. But a lot of things would have to go right for them to win eight games. Do you think that there some recent success uh, on the recruiting uh, trail? I'm not sure what we just had here. Uh, okay. Oh, it looks like the phones are lighting up. We've got a caller on the line. Da oh, Daryl. What's up, Daryl? <laughs> Ronnie, hey, now, now I'm gonna man. get I'm gonna get doubled up on here. Six and six, Ronnie. Yes, yes sir. Please show me where those six wins are. <laughs> this day is just getting better. And if you if you if you tell me if you tell me Utah, you're gonna be you're gonna be committed. How did that go last year? Oh dear. Uh, listen, I want to alert all you guys that this year is the 50th anniversary of the Gator Band alumni. We're going to be celebrating at the Vandy game. And Ronnie, we got to. We, we, I want to win Vandy. Okay, so looking at the schedule, 
Utah on the road, start the season August 31st, does not look promising. No. It's a winnable game. Yeah, it's possible, but, but it, you, you have to think they're going to win the game. And I think a lot of that depends. <laughs> Who's they in this scenario? Utah. <laughs> Utah. Somebody's going to win the game, yeah. And how healthy they're going to be. Maybe. So then, then they come home and, boy, a powerhouse in McNeese. Oh, yeah. Is that a high school in Gainesville? <laughs> then they're at home against Tennessee, and woof, that they've got something going in in Knoxville right now. They do. They they really do. And then Charlotte is that Charlotte County? Charlotte <laughs> County is uh, coming into the swamp on the twenty third. Then you go to a a good Kentucky program. What Stoops has been able to do up there, uh, pretty impressive. And then uh, um, everybody's schedule, Vanderbilt, homecoming. I don't think that's your homecoming, but it should be because that's a chance to win there. <laughs> then you go to South Carolina. He's doing a nice job with that program. He is, but we beat him 38-6 to last year. Okay. Well, the team that you play yeah, in the week. We also beat Utah, too. Yeah, that's true. Well, well, the team that you play the next week, you ain't going to beat. LSU. Uh, no, that's Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, you're Defending right. Defending national champion. I think you've heard of them. Back-to-back. Oh, yeah. Then you get Arkansas. See, that's a, that's an iffy game. Arkansas's kind of it just depends. There's a lot of things. Uh, of course, uh, Jordan Dominic from uh, Lakeland was at Arkansas, and now he's over there in uh, Colorado with uh, Coach Prime. <laughs> uh, and then you get LSU after that, Missouri, and then there is a team at the end of the schedule that is just unbelievable: Florida State Seminoles. Really? Now, in the ACC, is it two hands below the waist or two hands anywhere? It's called the All Cupcake <laughs> Conference. Is it? Um, I'm pretty sure, other than what Alabama has done in Georgia, the ACC have won the other national championships. No, Clemson has. Alabama, Georgia. Wait, hold on. Wait, LSU, oh, Florida. No, no. I said, I said, other than those two, there's been a few sprinkled in there. Let's go within the last decade, okay? Why are we cutting it off there? Well, because that's right. The, so you can include Florida so State. So I can include Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. I don't know why the ACC, it, it does cycle except for the SEC. Pac-12's gone through it. Big Ten's gone through it. Big 12's gone through it. Like, oh, they're not as strong. Oh, they're, they're stronger than they were. SEC has, and I will say this, and I hate to say it, but they have maintained that level. It was Alabama. It was Now it's Georgia. Uh, Alabama can think that they're the class of the conference, but recently they have not been. And my key takeaways from September will be, what does LSU look like? What does Florida State look like? Who comes out of that game? Because either one of them loses that game close like the game was last year, they still have a chance to make the college football playoff. Yes. Yes, they do. If they get blown out, it's a little harder, but they still have a lot of real estate and and the schedules to do it. Texas and Alabama play each other in September. Is Texas finally back? We'll see. Is Alabama back to who they were? Uh, Texas back from where? <laughs> Where's Texas been? <laughs> In the I middle of seen, Texas. <laughs> I haven't seen I haven't seen Texas since Daryl K. Royal. Texas <laughs> Texas is college football's version of Indiana basketball. Yeah. It's a blue blood blue blood uh, program with a lot of money, but hasn't done anything in a really long time. Texas, Texas is the southwest version of Ohio State, high on high on on hopes and low on performance. I'm sorry. Did you 
Did you just describe uh, Florida State uh, some of the years in the last few years? Because that's that's exactly what it's been. <laughs> Listen, I, I I I support Florida State. I think it's a wonderful situation up there. And for those people that can't get into college, Florida State's a great place to go. <laughs> I knew we were going off the rails. I just didn't know what point it was going to happen. Well, and I think the other game is in the month of September, September 16th, Tennessee versus Florida. Um, is Tennessee the machine that we think that they're going to be? Are they going to have it rolling? Or is Florida, depending on those games in front of them, um, with Utah and McNeese, they could go into that game 2-0, and and then they got a great opportunity against Tennessee. But Eric's yelling at me saying we got to go to break. Daryl, as always, thank you for calling in. And it's always unbelievable opportunity to have the legend Ronnie O in the studio. <laughs> Ronnie is a legend in his own mind. That's right. There you go. You listen to Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. We'll be right back. Talk Radio 96.7 and Sports Central brought to you by Spring Hill Suites. We're talking sports this afternoon with Ronnie, Nate, Becky, and Neil. Oh, there it is. We're just collecting (laughs) things here. We really are. We started the show with uh, four of us, and now we have five. Uh, I think we've got about five minutes left in the show. Maybe we'll end up with somebody else. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> we hadn't planned to do this. I do want to remind everybody, if you go to visit centralflorida.org uh, or centralfloridasports.com, um, you can get a full list of events that are going on in Polk County, some great events that uh, have been hosted or are getting ready to come up. But uh, right now we're co- talking about college football and I want to go ahead and dive in because we don't have a whole lot of time. We're about a month away from college football kicking off. Of course, Navy and Notre Dame uh, over there in Dublin. Uh, I recently was over there and checked out the facility, and uh, it's ready to go. They didn't let me stay for the game. Uh, they're like, you can't stay here for a month. But uh, <laughs> excited about that. So, Ronnie, who is your pick to win the national championship in college football this year? Uh, it's hard for me to pick against Georgia. I mean, Kirby Smart has assembled a tremendous roster on both sides of the ball up there. And I think Carson Beck is going to jump in there, and he's going to be just exactly what they need. I think he's more talented than what they've had in the past, and they're so good all around him that they don't have to have a great quarterback. So you're going with the Georgia Bulldogs? Georgia Bulldogs. I hate to say it. Nate? I was thinking the same thing. I actually played against Carson up in Jacksonville Manor in high school. Oh, jeez, name dropper. So, what yeah. are you doing? To me? <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Pretty unbelievable talent. Mandarin. Yeah, yeah. When I was in high school. And he was one of the top recruits in the country. So sure. he's just been waiting back there for years. He's going to come on strong this year. Do you really think – I mean, that'd be, what, three in a row? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has Alabama even done that? No, Number Alabama seven? hadn't done it. I think it goes back to Minnesota in the 30s. Winning three in a row. Under That's a long time ago. Bernie Beerman. You were, how old were you then? I was about 16. <laughs> well, I mean, if you look at the schedule, UT Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, which is going to be a big game. Um, that's at home, though. UAB, they go to Auburn, which is, they're getting better. They go to, uh, I'm sorry, they have Kentucky at home, Vandy. So you look at that stretch. I don't think the Gators have anything for them. No. I don't think Missouri has anything for them. I don't think Ole Miss has anything for them. Maybe. You, you can never count against Kiffin um, doing something crazy. The game I circle, because they don't play Alabama, the game I circle is Tennessee. And that's late in the year, November 18th, and then they have Georgia Tech in the rivalry game. So 
they're at least going to make the college football playoff, if not undefeated. But the game against Tennessee is going to be huge. I don't like Georgia to win the national championship because I think it's too hard. I can never root against Nick Saban. But I feel like, because college football does this, I feel like there's going to be one of those wild cards, not TCU, because they just gave up another touchdown in the playoff. (laughs) But I I think there's going to be somebody that surprises that's going to be right there. I'm not saying Georgia doesn't win the national championship, but I'm not saying that Florida State doesn't win the national championship. No, they're not winning the national (laughs) championship. I'm kidding. They're not winning the national championship either. Becky, who do you have? I have two. Can Uh, I say both? uh, Sure. Okay. One is USC because Caleb Williams is beautiful. Two. (laughs) Um, this is how she picks things, Ronnie. <laughs> He's beautiful. Anyway, um, my other is Ohio, only because I was there when they lost. Ohio? The Bobcats? Ohio State, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, because I don't I think the Bobcats the are game. getting it done. Listen, I watched the <laughs> game on New Year's Eve, and I watched them lose with the kick. I don't know anything about football, but I watched them lose, and it. I just felt really sad. So I hope they get redemption. <laughs> Make sure we record this because I want to go back and and replay this. I'm usually right. Remember when I was right for she, so long? She was like undefeated in the NFL playoffs. Only with, because I thought with people picking were pretty quarterbacks that were pretty. <laughs> I was so good for so long. So so your two picks are USC and Ohio State. It's not like you really went out on a limb necessarily. Those are yeah. very good programs. You didn't either, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sit down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's got spunk. Real quick, we got 30 seconds left. Do you think Coach Prime is unbelievable or the program is completely imploding by the end of the season? I think it's going to implode. I don't think you can bring in that many people and not pay for it. Yeah. All right. Well, stay right here at 8 o'clock tonight, the Ozone with Ronnie O and Coach Joe. And it'll be right here on Talk Radio 96.7. We appreciate you stopping in and uh, being with us. Uh, For Nate, for Becky, and Eric, I'm Neil Duncan. Thank you so much. Good night, everybody.